you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. To another episode of the Hole in None podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Dodi Fade, who is in Scottsdale on spring break. So we will be zooming with him shortly to review Justin Thomas's big win at the Players' Championship, then swing it on over to Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, to PGA National, home of the Bear Trap and the Honda Classic. All right, well, without further ado, let's welcome... Jeff Tubin English to the show via Zoom. Hello, J.E. Hey, Words. How are you? How the hell are you? Oh, well, if that tells you anything, it's 1 o'clock here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm pouring my fifth Corona of the day, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. After a little little spa day? (laughs) So we were, you know, they have a fucking, like, bar uh, pool area on top, like the top floor of the spa. And my wife and I were the only people hanging out that, that there that ordered a bucket. <laughs> How about a bucket for us, please? <laughs> yeah, bucket of beers between two, a, a nice couple is a power move. Well done. Hey, it's St. Patty's Day, right? Well, it's St. Patty's Day, and I swear to God, I didn't bring anything green. The only thing I have green that I brought is like this little mark of my fucking hat that is actually a green of a golf course, but that is literally the only green I have. So I'm going to be that guy that – either has to buy one of those like confetti ass like fake top hats like green top hats somewhere or like pay like way too much money for a green t-shirt like on a a street vendor because we are going to downtown or old town scottsdale here in probably about three hours four hours just get litty well maybe you'll bump into pat perez and his wife and she'll give you a little pinch for not wearing green (laughs) maybe she'll pinch me (laughs) ashley perez yes no, I actually I already I already DM'd the sleaze and uh, he told me, he told me where to go. He told me he told me that the place to be is Bevy and uh, all the other places around Old Town. Like my me and Maggie went down there on Sunday night, and I swear to God, both of us were so overwhelmed by like the club scene. Like I was like, oh my god, like this was the scene I was into no less than like three years ago. <laughs> like everyone down there was just trash. I saw like a guy that was clearly older than me leaned up against like a brick wall sleeping in like clothes that you'd go out in like he was fucked up and i was like wow i can't this could have been me this this could have been (laughs) not a lot of social uh socially distanced folks in the club scene i'm sure oh yeah it's like hey make sure you have your mask on but once you get in here we're gonna have 500 people in here all sitting close quarters and no masks so uh yeah you know arizona's really they're really conservative around here Good. Well, I'm glad you're able to uh, mix it up a little bit down there. Of course. And even better words, you know, I got out yesterday and played some golf with a couple of the guys in the league. 
one of your boys from the my boy draft last week, Evan Mahaffey, and our other boy Tom Tachia, uh, smoking green, burning greens. So uh, we got out yesterday, got randomly paired with a dude named Bob that was from Des Moines, Iowa, and he actually I, was decent. <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, he had a Cyclones hat on, uh, Cyclones head covers, and I was like, oh, so you're Cyclones, huh? And he's like, oh, how'd you guess? And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, we went to OU, and he oh, was I'm a like, fucking sooner. He was like, oh, no. So naturally, I was like, oh, but your basketball teams were good back in the day. <laughs> I mean, their football team is good. They beat us once this yeah. year, but we got, we got revenge. Yeah, yes, we did. Well, so you've had a good, a good trip thus far. Thus far, so far, so good, man. I shot four under on the back nine yesterday, so I know I sent you my scorecard. I fucking went low. <laughs> you <laughs> got I missed like an eight-footer on 17 for birdie, too. It could have been even dirtier. What happened? Uh, man, the back nine was pretty easy. It, it, from the tips, the course was 60, just, like just under 6,600, so it was a pitch and putt. I had a three-wood into a par four oh. that I hit pin high. You know, so two, you're just putt. getting Bryson with it. Well, I did. So I play it. There's three par fives on the whole course, and I played the three par fives at five under. So there you well, go. <laughs> well, including yes. eagling my last hole of the day. So <laughs> the guy, uh, the caddy, his name was Connor. And all he could think about was Dana White yelling at Connor McGregor when he was like throwing water bottles at Nate Diaz. He was like, Connor, don't throw that. Connor, Connor, no. <laughs> but yeah, so every time I'd be like, Connor, don't throw that. And he'd be like, Did you need me for something? I'm like, No, I'm just making fun of your name. <laughs> <laughs> was the Iowa guy like by the end of the day was he like who the fuck is Goaty? yeah no actually it was funny <laughs> on the 17th hole uh Evan just casually bets me like a hundred dollars closest to the hole and I'm like whatever man like sure and uh I just stiff one to like AC <laughs> I like how you left it kind of up in the air like okay yeah, if yeah. I hit this good yeah I'm in <laughs> uh but like no shit I stuff one and Bob just goes John, how much alcohol have you consumed today? <laughs> and I go, I'd say it's a fair amount there, Bob. <laughs> Good amount, Bob. Pretty standard Monday, Bobbo. Well, I started the morning off by ordering a double Bailey's and coffee <laughs> at like 7.35 a.m. And guess how much it was? Yeah, like 25 bucks. $27. <laughs> I took three bucks to make it an even 30. <laughs> uh it's on vacation just don't spend the same does it no it's a joke it's a joke i have no idea how much money i've spent which probably best you know yeah for sure well let's get into it the players justin thomas gets it done second biggest one in his career but i don't know really cucked old andy well, 2.7 million will, will qualify as one of the biggest of your career for sure. And so I guess with this win, he becomes only the third guy to win the players, a WGC and a major before the age before, of yeah, yeah. And I guess Jack and Tiger are the only two guys. So anytime you're in company with those motherfuckers, it's a pretty good feat, huh? Yes, it is. And especially how he did it on the weekend. I think his last 30 holes, he was something like 13 under. Um so he, and I think he, on Sunday he didn't miss a fucking green until the 18. He was on the fringe, you know. He, he was on the fringe. Fucking, yeah. So he just absolutely put on a clinic from ball striking. And in words, we maybe didn't get this one right, but we did say 
this is a ball strikers golf course. It was going to set up for a great iron player. And JT was the best iron player of the week, especially on the weekend. Like you said, 64, 68, that it was hard to beat. Yeah. His strokes game number on uh, strokes gained number on the weekends was um, like one of the best ever, I think in any tournament. So to do that at the players, um, pretty, pretty incredible. No, it you was, know, I, it was literally the, the best ever. I, I heard that stat it, since they've been the shot link era, it was the best strokes gained of any player, any tournament ever. Plus 11, I think is what, what I saw. So that is ridiculous. My instincts. God. Yeah, you did it. Words. Fact you got check. it. <laughs> fact check. Fuck your fact check. Um, what else? What is it about JT though? Like I, I, he's, you know, he was not anywhere near like our top 20 on the, my boy draft. He's just no. never going to be one of those guys for me that I'm also like, Oh fuck. Yes. JT. And I don't know what it is. I, I can't really put my finger on it. I, yeah. Yes. He went to Alabama, but I'm not that big of a hater to where I wouldn't like him because of that. You know, I, I, I just don't know why I can't get all the, all the way behind JT. Uh, well, you know, there was that one time last year, and I know I know you probably remember this, but there was a dude. It was just before the COVID shutdown, but some dude after JT hit one, he was like, "Get in the bunker!" And the JT like literally called him out. He's like, "Get that guy out of here! I want him out!" Oh. Of here. Like, fuck you, JT! Like, <laughs> yeah. kiss my ass. But, yeah, um, I do. But yeah, I mean, that, I think that probably is part of it. You know, kind of just being maybe this like guy that was brought up with his dad and his grandpa being club pros maybe he's just always been like a pompous little brat when it comes to just being the golfer kid you know i don't know yeah i think there's a little bit of that i don't know i also i also always go back to the story this is like a knock on my boy spieth too but whenever they were uh in the Ryder cup together and you know spieth and reed had been like unstoppable so it was like of course they're going to be put together and jason went well i want to play with jordan he's my friend i want to play with jordan we ate hot friend. dogs. We ate hot dogs as junior yeah, golfers. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Ryder Cup. It's special. Yeah, he, he has a bitchy vibe to him. Uh, words, I know that you're going to be the first to just throw this back in my face and be like, what the fuck ever. Uh, I talked myself out of JT, just like you said to me when I was like, God damn it, he was in my first pick, which, which happens all the time. Fuck it. That, that's a lame <laughs> excuse. But you said about me whenever we talked about why we liked him, why we didn't, I told you that he did not look very confident in his press yes. for the event and he didn't, <laughs> but it was amazing that the turnaround that he had from the Thursday, Friday rounds to the weekend, which 64 on Saturday was absolutely remarkable. So yes, the best player probably won, unfortunately, but um, with this win, dude, he's actually moved into second in the world. So only, only one guy above him, and it's the golden nose. So um, JT is definitely in a good spot. His game's in a good spot. And just like we've said, what a win can do for what you're going to project for somebody the rest of the season, who knows what – the sky is the fucking limit for JT. Yeah. I don't know what the stat is, like who has gone on to win a major after you've won a players. And it – it sounds like one of those stats where like, yeah, no one has actually, no one's won the players. And then, but it's <laughs> like right thoughts. now, right now, like JT is looking like a sexy pick for all the, all the rest of the big tournaments, mm-hmm. because once he gets going with the ball striking, you know, and he's a, he's a really good putter too, by the way. Um, but it's, yeah, it's well, elite. I will well, say sometimes. Yeah, go for it. No, no. I'll, I'll say words like, 
just as, as amazing as JT was, it was pretty amazing to see the list of names of guys that right here. I'll say sometimes the story of the players isn't who did go. really well. It's who, who cucked who. And <laughs> the top of that list is a guy who has fallen out of the top 10 in the world. I believe yep, you're right. Mr. Rory McElroy. And yep. you talk about a guy who sounded absolutely dejected, confused, all the adjectives after the round. He had he had no answers and he was just trying to make up stuff. Like, yep. that's the problem with Rory. Like he, I love how like he really does try to just come up with an answer because every time he doesn't win, it's asked, like like really, Rory, you have to try almost not to win. Like what was it this week? And he does try to come up with shit. And this week it was, well, you know, I did that swing. You know, the Bryson. I'm trying words, to keep up with Bryson. Words you cannot quote Rory without doing it in Rory's voice. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on. What did he say? Well, you know, it's the Bryson numbers. That's a little too Irish. <laughs> yeah, you sound like you sound like Patty Harrington. <laughs> you know, I might have, I fell victim to you know chasing the distance game. Chasing the distance—that <laughs> was the buzzword. Chasing the distance, which fine, you know, Rory and Bryson were paired together. Like one of uh, after Bryson took the big leap, and I remember on the very first hole they were pl- they played together. He bombed it like thirty yards past Rory. And so, you know, obviously that. That planted that. a little seed in Rory's head, Mr. Workout. But I don't know. I mean, the, two weeks ago, it wasn't his driving. It was his, you know, his approach game in a short game. And then he got that under wraps and his driver was gone. So he needs to just quit doing all this shit. And, you know, it's all right there. It's all I right saw... there in front of his face. He doesn't, he looks like he needs, he's talking like he needs to make these huge changes to his golf game. And I, he doesn't need to do shit. The six inches in front of your face. Yeah, uh, but no, but between that, his ears. I saw the there was a kind of a little compilation type deal that they put together on the PGA's website where he talked about chasing distance and, and what he's like, honestly, you know what Bryson was doing, you know, adding a little speed. And I did add speed, but immediately after it, they showed his quote of basically admitting that chasing speed fucked his swing up. They showed several drives where he was just fucking hooky as shit. You know, he hooked, a, he cooked a really bad one into 18 on Friday, which, you know, he was out of it by then. But like, he had a couple balls that must have hooked 40 yards. And like, Rory is not like, his ball flight is straight as fuck. So when he starts hooking it that significantly, you know, something is wrong there. Yeah. Not good, Bob. Hey, Bob. But, uh, you know, obviously we said that, uh, you know, fuck, Xander missed the cut. Uh, Cantlay Past missed champion. the cut. Webb. Webb missed the cut. Fleetwood. Terrell. Victor's mom causes him to miss the cut. Victor's <laughs> mom. Let me just talk to you a little bit about this now. Victor marks his ball and moves it to get out of the way of someone's line and then moves it again in the wrong fucking direction. No one knows it except his mother, who I guess is watching on this new PGA feature where you can watch every shot. In Norway. And can you just imagine that conversation? Victor, that was not Guten. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, sucks for Victor, man. Cause, I mean, sucks for Victor? What about me? Yeah. My boy. No, it sucks for and Victor. Misses, I'm so happy the cut for by, you. <laughs> he misses the cut by one. Yeah. Or two, no, whatever. That's, he that's would have made the cut. Well, uh, obviously – that is as much of a story as anything was all the guys that missed the cut, but words got to give a shout out to your boy who was right there again, all the way until the last hole. Lee Westwood continues his hot run. 
Yeah, and uh, two players in the league picked him this week. God love them. Uh, Dominoes, Stephen Brown, and uh, who else did it? Damn it. Who knows? No, I've got, well, it, right, I've got it right here. Um, looks like uh, the other guy that picked him was – oh, yeah, hey, man, I've got it right here. Um, Bob O'Neill. Yeah, Bob O'Neill. Oh, nasty. Still picking Oh, him. nasty. Uh, I knew it. Um, so, yeah. I mentioned his name, and he could be a sexy pick for me, of course, when push came to shove. Uh, I did not go with it. But, yeah, Westy's game, I mean, he played as bad as he could have played literally on Sunday. He and Bryson. I mean, it was awful, the yeah. first the first nine for those guys. And Westy was doing what Westy doesn't do, which was hit horrible, horrible golf shots, and he was making these, like, five-footer saves for par, which all is not, not him all day. Yeah, all day. Except on seventeen. Mm-hmm. which was a bummer. Uh, sure. uh, but even on 18, he, he drains like, of course, you know, if he was down one on 18, I don't think he's making that like 25 footer that he ended up making uh, to lose by one. Um, but yeah, Westy 47, like we said last week, and he's playing some of the best golf of his life. He's got his hot girlfriend on the bag. Uh, Helen, Helen story. <laughs> yeah. Words. Um, to be honest, that's what's crazy. Um, obviously, there was, I think, 16, 17 guys that took JT this week. And from the overall standings perspective, the top, I guess, let's see, of the top seven pickers, six of those players are now in the top ten. So it's amazing what one week did for people uh, this wow. week with the purse. The poise, yes, the poise. Yeah, we also got to give a RIP shout-out to – your 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 best friend <laughs> yeah there were a, he was not he was not alone though there dude, were a lot of unbelievable there was like 13 people who like can't lay fleetwood shoffley gone and like that was fields's picks dark crystal you know arguably one of the hottest teams coming into the week the duo we had on two weeks ago three weeks ago kp and mark smith they go over can't lay webb simpson and shoffley like you tell me that those three players aren't going to get you money. I call you a fucking liar. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that hurts. I, oh my god, yeah, I would have bet something crazy that uh, not all three of those guys would miss the cut. But yeah, the players, the so, players, yeah, man. Do a quick rundown words of the fantasy leaderboard uh, of of this week. Um, again, you had seventeen guys picking JT. Uh, none better than J.D. Dunford. Dunford, he's actually going to get $3.3 million because he had Berger and Rom. So netting three top tens this week paid the fuck off. There was three other guys that were over $2 million. Two-shot par, Edward Haruz. Uh, he actually missed a week so far this year, and he still – that's enough for him to jump into the top ten. Nathan Wilson, hold. He also uh, – was right there in third place. And then Jordan Blackburn with an outright fourth with Berger uh, and JT. McElroy was his fourth. As far as the rest of the top ten, big shout-out. Number five, Slice and Dice. But number six, Dr. Sketch. Brooks Perry's back. He finished at six. There was a three-way Uh-oh. tie for seven. Three-way tie for seven. Good shot, bud. Zach Collin, Ron Swatson, and Pat Perez for Prez. I believe that's Everns. And then uh, rounding out, I've got to give a shout-out because there's a big-time tie at 10 but keegan's bestie matt matt stone cypher moves into the number one spot after finishing tied for 10th so um words you and i again it wasn't all that bad i finished t31 with five hundred thousand. the cam smith pick i was sending you pictures of that shit all day whenever he had his saturday <laughs> 65 
um, only to basically, I think he shot even par on Sunday. So it wasn't, wasn't the finish I was hoping. And then John Rahm was in there tied for ninth. Uh, you're, you finished. Um, let's see. You're right here. Where are you? Where are you? 79th. Okay. Like okay. Yeah. I've got you right here. Tied for 73. Morikawa and Spieth, $91,000, but at least that's $91,000 more than my best friend Fields. Um, that's true. <laughs> well, well, we did also talk about that. Spieth, Spieth and Morikawa both make like six, seven, eight footers uh, on their last hole on Friday to even make the cut. So I was, I was thinking, um, thanking God then. Are we convinced now that that little shithead kid who gave Spieth the speech uh, is, is partly to blame for Spieth yes. kind of coming off the rails? Yeah. My <laughs> name is Jordan Spieth. I was born September Nudu. And, and did you know a fun fact about me is that I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Can My middle name is Alexander. <laughs> no one cares, kid. I guess we shouldn't give that kid much shit as – as his dad, who you know just like pushed his ass up against the rope, like, get up there! Don't you mess the speech up. <laughs> tell Jordan yeah. how much you love. Tell Jordan what you think of him. Tell Jordan how much you love him. Uh, yeah. Here, so, let me get this on camera. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely forced him. So, uh, words as far as the overall standings are concerned, you fall 18 spots to number 67. I fall three spots, but more importantly, your one week lead is now gone. I'm back up by $440,000. So um, as far as the top 10 goes, the guys that are really picking well, again, Keegan's bestie, Matt Stone Cypher is all the way back up to the number one spot, holding a $278,000 lead over Zach Holland, AKA good shot bud. Nathan Wilson is up 18 spots to number three hold JD Dunford after his win this week is up 21 spots to four. Jordan Blackburn moved into the top five as well. Um, Ron Swatson, Austin Winsett is number six. Two-shot par, as I mentioned. Edward Haruz has missed a week, but still a number seven. Market eight dude finally falls out of the number one spot, dropping seven to number eight. Only English with an ace is down four to number nine, but still in the top ten. And after pulling in zero dollars, Patrick Fields is still number ten, holding on tightly. Nice rundown. And on to the last week of segment one, we go to PGA National in Palm Springs Gardens, Florida, home of the Bear Trap. It's Jack Nicholas signature course and JE, a ton of pros call this place their home course, even though a lot of them aren't playing this week, ironically enough, just kind of how it goes being the week after the players. Um, but we do have a few Featured groups? Yes. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Um, yeah, so words. Uh, first featured group, the defending champion, your boy who didn't make your your boy team, Sung J.M. playing with another former champ, Keith Mitchell, who got his one and only tour victory here, I think, three years ago, two years ago, and Ricky Fowler, who, surprisingly enough, is also a past champion here. Yeah, I saw a weird stat about – I think Ricky has gotten more FedEx cup points here than anyone. Um, I think he plays pretty well here historically. Uh, hadn't played it well anywhere uh, recently. So we'll be taking a pass on Ricky Sungjae. Oh God. I mean, he played pretty well last week at the players at the place where he always plays well. This is where he won last year. So I'm, I'm fading repeat winners. Um, yep. Of course, it being Sungjae and my boy, he he is probably going to end up winning this son of a bitch. 
Um, but I, I got a few more Sungjae picks. I'm going to save those for a little later in the season. And yeah, Keith Mitchell. I just no. hope he finds his game at some point. Words I got to say, I was on, I was on Sungjm, and you, you and I have talked about this before. There has not been a repeat champion on the PJ Tour in quite some time. So I faded him as well. I did only make one swap of my picks. So I just hope it was for the right person. Um, so yeah, I'm off this group. The next so you, group, you, you, I faded, the, I faded Sung the, the switch was Sungjae though. So it if was, he does was, win. Yep. I'm cucked. Yes. Um, so the my next name's cucked. <laughs> next group words. This is one with your boy, Lee Westwood. Are you going to do it this week? He's playing with Keegan Bradley. Fun to see Rian Gibson in this group, a guy that we've seen out on the course in Oklahoma several times. Yes, it's awesome that Rian's getting to play with uh, some of these, I mean, iconic golfers for this generation, Westy being one of them. I am not riding Westy this week, J.E. Okay. Uh, he kind of mentioned at the end of last week, he said his legs just kind of gave out on him, which, I, you know, he's 47, and I think this will be his, like, fourth or fifth week in a row to play. So I was kind of surprised that he, he's, he's playing this week. As you alluded to earlier, he took his son out to play Augusta National on Monday, he also said that he's going to have his son on the bag at Augusta, which is just a total fucking mistake. Are you kidding me? Like Helen's story is the greatest thing to ever happen to you, Wesley. What you want <laughs> your wife. fucking shithead kid? My girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. The best thing that ever happened to me. You hear that son? Well, words. That's, that's funny. Cause I'm, I'm not on Westwood either, which obviously the more picks go by, I thought you might be on some Jay. I thought you might be on Westy. This is not shaping up well. We're probably on some of the same players, which – Sorry, who, who was the second person in that? Uh, uh, Keegan Bradley. I'm on Keegan. Oh, wow. I like that pick. Keegan's been I'm playing on well. Keegan. He's been playing real well. Uh, I think he had top 15 or so last week. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's – to say he's due, he's, I think he's definitely due. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride Keegan this week. Keegan actually T29, but uh, last week, but you know, still. So, oh, fuck. I mean, he's, off. he's off. I'm off. Yeah, Keegan has been playing pretty well. Um, so, hey, good pick. Like I said, I'm just glad it's not one of the guys I'm on. Um, this next group, though, words, I thought really hard about one of them. You got Phil Mickelson playing with Shane Lowry and Zach Johnson. All three of these guys, major champions. All three of them, best days behind them, kid. I, I disagree. I think, I think Shane Lowry is a guy that is still going to potentially add. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Shane Lowry. I just added. heard, I just heard, I'm sorry, you cut out there. Cause I just heard Phil and Zach. Yeah. Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry is a guy that I don't think his best golf is, is behind him. I think Shane Lowry is a guy. I thought about taking him this week. He plays tough golf courses very well. He played great last week. I faded him, but he was definitely in strong consideration to get one of my picks this week. Words is on Shane. Okay, there you go. Words yeah, is on Shane. Guys, all these guys' best <laughs> golf is behind him, right, Words? <laughs> I don't fact check myself. You understand, son? You know, I thought it was kind of surprising, Words. I, I, there's, there's several people that like Zach Johnson's chances. I guess he's made 13 straight cuts. Um, really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. No, I know. Not a lot of top tens. No, no. And I think that there's people that like his chances around here because he keeps the ball in play and doesn't hit it in the shit. Um, so, um, I do like your Shane Lowry pick. I, I thought really long and hard about that one. Um, Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I got two. Okay. So I know who your third pick is, but he's not in this last feature group. Um, okay. you got Adam Scott, one of my boys, Joaquin Neiman and Ian Poulter. 
I laid off Joaquin. Oh, dude. Who are you right now? I laid off Joaquin, man. And Adam Scott, uh, he's been pl- hitting the ball pretty good. And, you know, any place like this where the cream kind of rises to the top as far as good ball striking is concerned, not getting in too much trouble, Adam Scott might have a decent chance this week. Yeah, he um... – He's on my list of five right here, and I, I ended up not taking um, not taking him. Did so who – you – no, I did not. I did not take your avocado boy. Okay. I figured you'd be on him. Um, he'll let's probably make, win. Let's make this simple words. I know that, I know that you and I are both on this first pick I'm going to give. Daniel Berger. Um, I did not pick him at Pebble when I felt like I should have, and the one thing holding me back was you saying, got to save the <laughs> Florida boy for the Florida swing. <laughs> And as you said already, hometown event. I like Daniel Berger because he's familiar with this place. I, 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 he's played well here his whole career. I'm taking Daniel Berger, and I assume you're on him too. I'm actually not on Berger. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I think it is, it, it is in his backyard. He is a Florida boy. Um, I've already taken Berger once, and I, I do think he is a world-class player. And I think that uh, I want to save him kind of for a, at least a couple of FedEx events at the end. So I'm, I'm not on burger this week. You're okay. going to love my last pick. Well, yeah. No, I, I think, again, words, I'm predictable as fuck. I thought about simply going with my boys. And so you know that I'm taking my other boy. I'm taking Wyndham Clark this week. <laughs> okay. I'm taking Wyndham Clark this week. Wyndham is a guy that played like shit last week. But this tournament, I feel like, sets up to be monumentally for first-time winners. Keith Mitchell a few years ago. Sung Jay got his first win here as well. I'm taking Wyndham Clark because, as I said before, I think Wyndham Clark gets a win this season. Why not this week? Exactly where my heart was, uh, Jay. And you, I think you said it. The, the last two winners here, it was their first win um, on tour. And I think that this guy, he's got one coming as well. He just moved from about 82nd in the world into the top 64 which got him into the wgc championship in austin and i'm on him i'm too. going with our boy then taylor gooch from carl albert yeah <laughs> hey, taylor who, gooch who played just amazing at, at on sunday especially but played amazing last week in the players championship um he finished, yeah he was one I, of the low fit. yeah one of the low rounds on sunday also as you said Yep. I'm on Taylor Gooch as well. I, I love that pick. Obviously, we're both kind of thinking the same thing. I do think that being an Oklahoma guy, he probably will garner a little bit more love from our league than some guys. But, um, you know, you and me both, I think, are trying to think a little bit outside the box because it would have been really easy to go Sung Jay Berger Westwood, you know, this week. Adam Scott. Like Adam yes. Scott. And so um, same exact thing that you said about picking a guy who is on the verge of, of kind of that next big thing. And I think that Taylor Gooch is a guy that should win and has the game to win. So just like Wyndham Clark, why not this week? And those guys are, those guys are former teammates and friends. Well, Wyndham's not going to fucking get it done. I hope, I hope he does. You know, who was a guy that I thought about who just missed out on my boys as well. Doc Redmond's in the field this week. Doc, (laughs) Doc, Doc made himself a cut last week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that means you're you're on Keegan Bradley, Shane Lowry, and Taylor Gooch. Shane am, Lowry, luck of the Irish. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on uh, Wyndham Clark, Taylor Gooch, and Daniel Berger. So uh, let's go. Good picking, JD. Um, what time? What what time we got? 
It's 139. I think no, I'm at. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't tell me on this deal, but I think uh, I only got a few more minutes before the free Zoom cuts us off recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right, J.E., well, let's wrap it up. Do you have any parting words of wisdom for our listeners? You know, I was looking, and I didn't see any new reviews, and I didn't see any, um, you know, ratings, but – so your our, call to actions are not working. Our, our, show, our show did make its highest peak. Boys are rising up the charts. Number 81. <laughs> we got the 81 words. We're only, uh, what is that, 12 shy of your dream number 69. So, I mean, fuck. <laughs> somebody just write a goddamn review and submit a rating for us and still listen, and maybe we'll get there. <laughs> Send it to a friend and force them to listen. Be like, hey, uh, listen to these two cucks. No, but I don't know if <laughs> – Everyone caught that. The boys are rising up the charts. And that has been J.E.'s joke going hard for two weeks in a row, that thing you do. And you actually rented it this weekend. And he was sending me I watched it twice. lots of lots <laughs> of little bit. <laughs> I watched it twice. I swear to God. Oh, no God. What is Steve's on? Come on, pretty baby. <laughs> yeah. No, and then it's like, Wow, uh, Mr. Downtown, I listened to that, and he's like, well, I got something that's – these boys are playing that thing that's rising up the charts. <laughs> Help us rise up the charts. Go listen. Send it to your friends. Oh, Give no. us a rating. Resubscribe. Do it. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, good call, Jay. Well, I think that about does it, Johnny. Yeah, I think so too. Words. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. Yeah, actually, we did get a we did get a, review, a rating and a review. <gasps> <laughs> Thanks to my my sweet sister. You know, lots of golf, little pop culture, plenty of content your kids can't hear. Truly, the only way to start Thursday off right. Thank you, Evan. We appreciate I'm, that. Five stars. I'm kind of surprised she didn't type something the kids can't read. <laughs> Listen to this fucking show. <laughs> yeah. As, as we, I had someone remind me, you know, one of the guys we played with yesterday is like, God damn, does your sister still talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's right, Evan. Don't you go changing. All yes. right. Good work, J.E. We're going to be doing Jeffrey Tube and Zubin next week too. Um, yeah. When I'm out of town. Yes. We asked words and, and I don't want to spoil it for too many people, but, can't wait to hear your first-hand account of TPC Sawgrass. We're just getting to play TPC Sawgrass next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My game, and let me, as you know, my game is sharp right now. Well, words. Mine, mine is here one day, gone the next. So maybe you'll catch lightning in a bottle. That's right. Every swing's a new adventure. Thank you, Johnny. I will let you get back to it and enjoy the golf this weekend and keep your head down. You can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. several hours.